0: back to another episode of The Miles Driven with me, Miles. And manager of aesthetics, Sam. Manager of aesthetics. So what, are you doing some sort of logos for us or something?
1: Well, oh, just making things look good. You should
0: be doing a, a clothing line, the Miles Driven clothing line. I could do Managed that. by yeah. Sam. Do you know you what, Give me actually, the company card and I'll get on it. <laughs> you, you've got the right wife for that. Uh, I do. Yeah. She won't make them. No. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the first time I've seen Sam this new year. So although you've heard podcasts from us this year, um we haven't been in the same room because we had to pre-record a lot because I was going away yep. for Christmas and New Year's, and then Sam
1: decided to be ill. So. Which I still, in the most annoying way, I'm better apart from one thing, Your, which is my throat. Yeah. So any coughing, I do apologise, I'll try and keep it to a minimum, but I've got the thing that everyone's pretty much everybody's had apart from you, obviously, because you weren't here over Christmas, which so, is the, where you got the lingering cough for like a month, but we yeah. got to a point where you said, well, it doesn't matter. Just come here and we'll do as best well, we, we can. We, we ran out of our nothing left. recorded yeah.
0: So we, we had a few and then um, just before Christmas, I said to Sam, come over, let's just do one more sort of just in case, mm-hmm. which is the one that everyone would have heard last week. But that was our just in case done. So yeah. we had nothing Happy left. New Year, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Even though it's not in the middle of January now. Isn't yeah, it? exactly. Yeah. And, when this, and comes this will out, come out until be... next week. Yeah. Uh, Sam, I want to talk about geniuses, absolute geniuses for the start of this podcast.
1: Oh, that's good. I didn't need any research. Then, if we're talking about me, right? Here we go. <laughs> or are you uh, talking about yourself?
0: Uh, well, mainly myself. No, right. Okay. I want to talk about the genius. Your best
1: man speech, all over again.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but not about you. <laughs> so it'll be the same amount of Just abuse. Just the bits about you. Yeah. Um, the absolute geniuses at Oxford
1: City Council. Oh, good. Well, you say Oxford on a motoring show. Yeah. You know it's going to be someone slating someone. This is probably one of the stupidest
0: ideas that I've heard. I don't know, in a, in a free country that I've heard in a very long time. So, well, ever
1: since that roundabout that they put in Oxford that's got like a roundabout in a roundabout inside the, the road.
0: This is even better. Impressive. D- you know those films, that, they come out of like, you know, sort of sci-fi land, where right. there'll be, you know, a poor. So they'll put the poor in one area. Yeah. And then the rich will be in one area and they'll get sort of the poor to do whatever they want. There's a bit like large, Judge Dredd. Yeah, of. Judge Dredd. Um, <laughs> there was a film with Justin Timberlake, was like about time and how you have to trade time oh that was quite a good film I that like was that. a good film yeah and then there's the um the main the, the huge film that the I, hunger games the hunger games <laughs> all about this well oxford city council obviously watched that and thought oh, they're implementing the hunger games can, in oxford how can we implement it in <laughs> our own way So you want to
1: guess it's scarily close to home if they're doing the hunger games
0: what they are planning to do is i've, I've probably been a little bit overdramatic once i like you they've decided that if you own a car in oxford you shouldn't be able to use it as much as it can be used and what you certainly shouldn't be able to do is go from one area to another area right so let's say you live in the southeast of oxford Mm -hmm. and you currently use your car to get to the north of oxford because you have family there because you have work there or just because you want to well, because this is a free country, and as far as last you time, own a car, <laughs> the last time I checked if you have paid your sort of road tax and insurance and everything else that you' have a right to use it, well, not in Oxford, they've decided that uh, you should only be able to use your car for half the year right to go between their own designated areas, so they're going to designate areas That's and weird. you can't you can drive around your own area as much as you want, right. But you can't transfer into other areas more than 166 days in any one vehicle. And if you have two cars in your household, it's 80. And if you have four cars, it's 30. What if the
1: supermarket's in the next district? If you
0: like, get a bus.
1: Right, that's their okay. answer. Okay. Do you, do you know, do you know what, what? It's really handy to carry six or seven bags of shopping on a bus, isn't
0: it? Yeah. Do you know what? I've done it when I lived in Cyprus and when I lived in Australia. Mm. Was it easy? No. No, when, you, when you enjoy it, when someone says, can you bring a sack of potatoes home?" Yeah, <laughs> and you've got to do the rest of the shopping and you're on a bus. Now, if you have no other choice, as I did, as I didn't when I lived in those countries, you just do it. If you own a car and your life can be made a lot easier. And let's say, let's say you live in the south of Oxford. Yeah. And this genius idea would mean, say, for example, the Aldi is mm-hmm. in the north and the Tesco's in the west and the Morrisons is in the east whatever wherever your supermarket it, they could actually dictate which one you go to
1: uh, Sod's law for you that you'd be in the one with the waitrose yes
0: <laughs> <laughs> waitrose and Mark and Spencer for you yeah the worst <laughs> part of it, it all though that I can see is that we know that you know look as much as we try and be as equal as possible when we build homes and everything else generally what happens is you have An expensive area. Well, you have an affluent area and a less affluent area, are not you? exactly that. And if you are going to stop people transferring between those areas because you don't want them to. Now, obviously, they're putting it under a climate, everything else. They're putting it under that bracket. Wow. Yeah, they're saying that, you know, Mm -hmm. using your car, it's bad. And look, if they were serious about that. So they're saying, basically, uh, they want to reduce air pollution. Yeah. Or, well, actually, they're not even saying that. They're, they are just saying we want to reduce climate change. So our answer is, you can only use your car half as much. If they were serious about that, and I'm going to tell you what they're going to do in a second, but for the cost of what they're going to implement, what you could probably do is give everyone a free bus pass. Right. Okay. Because to me, let's say so. You, let's say you were at home, mm-hmm. and you have an economic decision to make. It's the twenty-eighth of the month. Right. You're just before payday, mm-hmm. let's say. And you want to come and see me. And you have a free bus pass. That's a very <laughs> unlikely story. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go and see your mum. Okay. okay.
1: Just about. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you, you want to go somewhere. Now, you have a free bus pass. Yeah. Or you can use pay to use your car. Right. Which one would you pick?
1: I would pay to use my car. <laughs> I know you would. I But no, you'd use the bus pass. obviously. If you
0: had a free, yeah, bu- yeah. Like, you see this with pensioners all the time who've mm-hmm. got to that free bus pass point. They'll make decisions.
1: if it was possible.
0: Yeah. If they, uh, my granddad does this all the time. He'll yeah. make a decision based on what what he's doing that day. If he is going to go to the shops, then he'll take his car. Otherwise, it, it's like free bus pass. I'll use that. Yeah. You think of what Oxford's filled with? Yeah. Students. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lots of younger people. If you said to them, look, we know you own a car, we're really, really serious, we really believe in reducing, you know, all the different effects to the climate that we are saying that your car does, no matter what type of car it is, by Mm -hmm. the way, if they were serious, they'd just say, here's a free bus pass, could you use it? Yeah. Because even someone who's very wealthy would go, free? Yeah. You know, there's certain days when you're just like, of course, I would. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For free. That's what you do if you're serious. Now, if you're not serious, Sam, <laughs> do you want to know what you do? Oh, I, whatever Oxford are planning on doing. You implement a system of cameras yeah. that will then be able to track people and photo them, and, tr- and, you know, a lot like the congestion zone in London. Yeah. Check to see if you've gone in one zone or another. And then you put up a series of roadblocks.
1: But what sort of roadblocks? Bollards. No. Oh cuz I saw a better, video I saw a better. video online of, I thought I thought it might have been Oxford when you started talking about this where they've they've got this sort of zone thing where you can't drive through certain roads at certain times and a bollard comes up in the middle of the road oh yeah and people are just going to nick in the bollards or just driving through the yeah. bollards <laughs>
0: so this gets to my point of how <laughs> short-sighted this is do you know what they're going to blockade the road and I mean blockade the roads with flowers
1: yes a hedge
0: <laughs> they're going to get a very large plant pot and I'm yep. not lying mm mm-hmm. It's about two like a planter, wide. Like, like a, a square planter. planter. The sort of thing that, in your job, I'm sure that at some yeah, point yeah. you've been asked to put up somewhere. Mm-hmm. They're going to put two of those across a road, put loads
1: of soil in it, yep. plant, immovable object, and then be annoyed the first transit van that comes along <laughs> and just drives through the middle of it. <laughs> when I heard that, I thought this is
0: this is like one of those. You know, sometimes you hear like an April Fool's story. And it's only when you get to the very end and then, you know, it's a very clever writer and he goes, oh, I had you there. It's something where um, there's been some great ones I've seen that car companies have done over the years where they'll say, we're releasing so-and-so. Mercedes and BMW say, we're going to release a car together. You're like, no way. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're going to work together on this hypercar, And at the end, it's like, of course we're not. Yeah. (laughs) But I got to the end and it was the guy, I don't know, who's running this incredible idea said we don't care if people aren't happy about it we're still going to do it
1: oh good is he going to run for a uh, political office <laughs> soon because you <laughs> will probably get in <laughs> but like
0: you you elect your town council yeah so this is someone who is essentially an elected official whether mm-hmm. they want to put it that way or not because you know if the ne- if a different politician got elected in in their area and said well you did something i don't like so you get out yeah and bring someone else in you're you're offended yeah you know, that's what you're effectively running off the back of
1: to say i don't care <laughs> like it's like, honestly baffling that, i'm starting to think this video i saw might have been from an area similar as well
0: it, it could well have been it just when i heard that and i thought who's going to be the first person to put these plant pots around this person's house
1: and <laughs> say, to be well, the first person to home. move it It'd be the first person that comes up to it
0: <laughs> it's this thing of you know it, Sometimes I do think people live in a bit of a different world of of utopia, they go, "Well, if we do this, no one will question it, and they'll do exactly as they're told."
1: And I think also in the middle of a cost of like cost of living crisis, where people need to get like get, yeah. the, we need to be saving as much money as possible. All right, not using your car would save you money, but then also you're making life harder for everyone. But they've actually
0: doubled people's costs. Cause if you think about it, yeah, they're not. You you now have the option. They're not saying you know, every, we're getting rid of everyone's car. So a lot of people will still own a car. Mm-hmm. And then for the other half of the year, they'll have the inconvenience of having to buy other
1: forms of transport. <laughs> yeah. So they're actually adding to the cost. It's I mean, just unreal. This is why when I heard it and I thought... I can't imagine this is actually going to happen. I mean... I know they say it's going to, but I can't see it actually I, being implemented. I mean, when I, I I looked at it and then I looked at it
0: again, and I thought I'm not bringing that up on the podcast because, you know, it'll be one of those things that gets said. But as I started to read into it further and further, this has gone way further than usually it would go. So they've done, and I'll, this is one of the best things that you can possibly do ever. They've done a survey, of which they will not announce the results, but
1: this it is ninety nine percent.
0: But they have said it's in favour of what they want
1: to is do. Is it? Yeah, because oh, they, only, think... they only they only they only ask the people in the office. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know those adverts you see on telly for like dove or other yeah, like yeah. shampoo stuff it's like 98 percent of women in um surveyed yeah said that said and then at the bond. bottom it says um yeah we actually interviewed like 387 people because yeah. the rest of the 600 and we're not we going to tell you <laughs> where they were it was like
0: 300 <laughs> people and they were in the exact. most thing. of them were scientists
1: making the product
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's just you know when you you read something and you think so hang on for a start they've got to this is ta- all taxpayer money all of this is taxpayer Good. money because it's not like they have private investment behind this. this no, well, obviously
1: not. That'd be suicidal. <laughs> so
0: they've gone to a survey company and say, hi, we've got some taxpayer money. Now, we don't want to spend it on education, health, fixing roads, but all the things that are really important mm-hmm. to keeping our entire country moving forward. We want to spend it on you doing a survey, of which, at the end, we don't intend to tell anyone the result. <laughs> like." That that's like if you gave that to an eight year old, they'd be like, Okay. And then they could just sit and make <laughs> up the results and just give it back to you. But like,
1: on the plus side though, with the amount of striking that's going on in this country at the moment, oh, people yeah. won't need to use their cars for <laughs> Do half a year. So that
0: would be the funniest thing is they'll employ a contractor to come in whose workforce will <laughs> <laughs> go on
1: strike. Yeah, or whose workforce. Because it'll be people that have to build it, it's gonna they're gonna get contractors in who stereo typically use People that have to travel from other areas to come to where the work is. Yes. So to get rid of cars, they'll be employing a company where people drive from other areas. This is the one thing that got me, actually. And I
0: I couldn't make sense of it because it it didn't seem to state it. If, for example, you live where you live Mm -hmm. and you had to go to Oxford for the day. Yeah. It doesn't say whether you have a restriction so if you live in Oxford <laughs> in one of these areas, then you can't go outside of your area for more than 166 days. Of course, you can. You can go and get a scooter, pay for a taxi, pay for a bus. Yeah. Adding to your costs, which I'm sure people are well up for. Yeah. I, I can just see them ticking this survey like, yes. I mean, yes. I've got mountains of spare cash at the
1: moment. <laughs> I don't <know> about you. <laughs>
0: but if, for example, um, your job just tomorrow, they said, oh. I don't know. We we don't need you on site here. <laughs> We've got a contract in Oxford with a school there. Yeah, yeah. We need you to do 8 months of work and we're going to pay you a lot of money. We'll pay for your fuel and, mm-hmm. and you're just like, oh, that's really inconvenient, but you know. Yeah. I'll I'll do it. Well, if you drove them for 8 months I, I, I can't see that... You, you are not a resident of Oxford, so they can't really <laughs> put it
1: on you. Do you know what it's like? It's a bit like... Remember in the Simpsons movie where they put the big dime over Springfield? Yes. That's what Oxford are trying <laughs> to do to Oxford. They're just alienating themselves from the rest of the country.
0: I mean, like...
1: Cornwall have wanted independence for years. Maybe yeah. they should try this. I'll tell you
0: what, you tell people in Cornwall what they're doing in Oxford and just tell them they're doing
1: Great it Great idea. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it was just one of those things of... You know when you start to see, like, basic freedoms you think, well, you know, we all have the you know, right to free speech. And sometimes we don't like that. But mm-hmm. it is what it is. And, you know, we all have the right to go wherever we want as long as it's not private land. Because, you know, that's someone's property and that's their thing. Yeah. But we are allowed to at least go along and, you know, it's not like um, some regimes that yeah. are in the world <laughs> where it's sort of like you're not allowed to walk along this street, blah, blah, blah. Yes. We accept sometimes for emergencies. You can't go down certain streets. You know, the police will block it off. There might be a gas leak, whatever. But outside of those quite rare emergencies. Yeah. You can usually go you...
1: where you like yeah. to go.
0: And I know Oxford aren't either. I'm trying to be fair to them. I know they're not saying, why you can't.
1: Because <laughs> I'm trying to be balanced. Why? <laughs> <laughs> no one listening to this podcast is going to go, do you know what, actually, I- I sort of think maybe that's the right idea. If one person is listening to our podcast that thinks that, please message us and (laughs) let us know because I would like to get you on the podcast and we'll have a balanced discussion about why you're an idiot. But I
0: I was trying to play, like when I read it, I was thinking, there must be more to this. And so I read a bit more because I didn't want to, as I say, I didn't want to bring it up and then someone say, oh no, you've read that wrong. So I read into it quite a bit and I was like, no, it's exactly (laughs) what it says on the tin. (laughs) I, I was trying to be fair. I was thinking maybe... Like, I get if someone says, well, we're very serious about climate stuff. Okay, well, that's off in one thing over there. Then there's the answer. And I say the, the simple answer would be, we're really worried about air... Po- I mean, Oxford doesn't have poor air pollution. No. I Because well, they've, they've, tried,
1: they've tried to get rid of cars for years.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> they, but they, they're one of those really odd places. They tried to get rid of cars for years. They've
1: Have a mini like plant.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then... They got rid of speed cameras first. Yeah. So they got this really odd relationship. Like, We've got
1: one of the biggest car plants in the country. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, can you imagine that?
1: But we hate the car.
0: <laughs> mini. The, the mini factory there is actually quite a nice thing to see, especially in our country, because yeah. we don't see a lot of... I don't want to be unfair to the production industry, but depending on where you live in the UK, you may not see proper production happening. Yeah. Because we have a lot of offices and... You know, we move a lot of paper around and then it gets built in other places. Mm-hmm. So actually to see, you know, brand new minis being produced somewhere and all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. But can you imagine someone's phoned them up and said,
1: I hope all your workforce are local. Well, and also better hope that their factory doesn't fall like on a fault line of this division. <laughs> can you imagine? So you can only produce for 180 days of the yeah. year.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, and the other thing for me was, and I, what I quite liked, so I thought, well, it says Oxford, it doesn't say anything about Oxford shears. So if you live in a farm somewhere, yeah. then you're fine, from what I can tell. What if
1: half of your farm fell on the other side mean, of yeah. the divide? Can you imagine you just... Oh, sorry, can't harvest that this year, I've already used me combine in the uh, other field.
0: I would be the guy, and I would make it my, my business, <laughs> that exactly half of my property along the driveway... Yeah. Was on one side and the other was on the other (laughs) side so that both my cars could do the 160 days. Yes, that's a good idea. But when they said that, I thought, someone's really having a laugh because I thought, well, the answer is, of course, that people will just have two. A lot of people, and I'm not saying everyone, but a lot of people have two cars. Mm -hmm. So I just thought, well, it's not, it's a null problem for most people. And then I read this whole thing about, you know, if you've got three cars, it gets limited to this. I thought, what about if you're a car enthusiast? Oh, Somewhat, I'm I'm assuming you've already been lynched. But if you haven't and you have a car for fun
1: and all these words yeah, are going to be. You looked can up, only have fun at certain times of the year. No, but so.
0: but you're you get divided. you can't say, Hi, sorry. I just have like a little mini uh, in yeah. the back.
1: That's well, fine, you'll have to use it more than you did before. Yeah,
0: exactly. It's like you say I, I don't want you know, I use it on the weekends, I go to car shows I do the occasional track day.
1: I don't want it divvied up.
0: With well, maybe my there's other a sliding cars. scale,
1: so you can say Well, I I would have to use this for 80 days and the other car for 80 days, but I actually only want this for 30 days, so the other 50 I can transfer to the other car. From seeing how much planning they've done on this, (laughs) I don't don't think
0: (laughs) that's the effort. (laughs) So, the other thing I'll bring up, because we mentioned MINI, and it's a bit of a shame in some ways, and then in other ways, I find it bizarre. There was this whole big push for us to produce batteries in the UK. Yes. Uh, Is it Britvolt? Britvolt or Britishvolt? Okay. Was the name of the company. And so that we were going to uh, they actually produce battery packs for cars mm-hmm. built up in the northeast I think it's I think it's Lancashire. I think it was one, like the second biggest employer, so they put it there, cleared the land, yeah, yeah, this is all Greenland, so they've just cleared all this green space, put a huge factory there, okay, you know, well, it's going to provide jobs and it's good for the environment. Yeah, well, they're going to pr- produce battery packs. Yeah, so... which is
1: good for the environment. Doesn't matter that you've killed the environment to make them,
0: <laughs> and uh, you know it's processing battery packs. Yeah. which isn't entirely, you know, it that, that process is no, no. completely isn't... green. Right? Yeah, we're going to assume all of that. Yeah, and then been allowed to go bust. Cool. So before starting, uh, they no, they were they were going for a couple of years. Okay, cool. Yeah. So all of that effort, the amount of effort that it's taken to build all of that,
1: God, it's almost like it might not be sustainable. <laughs> <laughs> don't wish to start an argument or anger people
0: but. <laughs> when i heard that i thought surely this is you know that the government set all of these different targets of we need to have this many electric cars blah blah yeah. you think
1: all gas cars need to be off the road by tomorrow yes exactly everyone must be on a hoverboard
0: you would think then that if a company said look we do make the battery packs we have set up we have got employees let's not forget you need skilled employees because you have, either you have to train them to do certain elements mm-hmm. of the job they have to be engineers into that sort of area yeah. they've moved go and live there yeah
1: and then they come probably to... from somewhere like you know london or exactly a that. major city because yeah. that's where you'd have been studying to do that sort of stuff so they moved to lancashire which not one beautiful... of them beautiful but not one of the more affluent areas no country, it's not so,
0: so uh, but what you're actually doing is you know there's a wage
1: coming in now yeah so that, uh, which will support other areas of the economy you're bringing that area back into yeah into so glory you can
0: see why initially and I think Boris was sat there with a hat on at some point.
1: Well, of course he would have been, yeah. yeah.
0: So it it shows, you know, there was some push
1: behind it. And then Rishi's gone and closed it down. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's that thing of, at that point, when someone says, this company's in a little bit of turmoil. Yeah. I'm not suggesting the government go and save every business, blah, blah. But if you're the ones forcing transitions, because, look, car companies will do it, yeah, car companies are capitalists, basically. Yeah. If every customer demanded an electric car, that's what they would build. Mm-hmm. Every customer demanded a petrol car, that's what they would build. But they get separate targets. They get Euro mm-hmm. 7 targets. Yeah. Euro, they're currently on Euro 6. Those. These are emission targets Sorry, for people that aren't in Europe. You have, I think it's CAFE in America. Right, C-A-F-E. Okay. Um, along with their... As opposed to the
1: other spelling of CAFE. <laughs> 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 well, I just thought they might think what, what? You have it's cafes in America a, don't you? It's a, it's we were talking about emissions but we just wanted to check yes. that you've got cafes in America
0: It's an acronym for something but they have that and they have, uh, in fact that might be California, doesn't matter they've, they've got their own emissions <laughs> targets um, I think Australia, a place like that I think they piggyback off Euro Euro ones but yeah. maybe with a little bit more leniency because they still allow uh, certain vehicles to be produced, even if they're not. I uh, sorry to be sold, even if they don't fit into all of the exact, you know, hybrid and all that sort of stuff that yeah. is coming in. So I, I don't think they just rubber stamp it. I think they do have a look at what they're <laughs> doing in Europe and then they apply it over to a, a country that needs a little right, bit more, okay. you know, attention to it. But the point being is, if you're if you're forcing all that in and saying, look, you have to do this and you know, Mini and uh, Nissan and Toyota, you build cars here, you need to do this. And then you say, okay, we're going to build a, or there's a company, they're going to build, you know, their factory, they're going to build the battery packs. So that'll mean that it's close by. Yep, less transportation. Yep, you can use them as a supplier. They'll be competitive on the world stage. Mm -hmm. Great, you know, from the point of view, if then you want to go and buy an electric car. If you want to buy a Nissan Leaf tomorrow, you can say, well, let's forget about all the production stuff for a second. The actual body and everything was built in the UK, the and battery the battery pack, was yep. built in the UK. You're supporting the local jobs, whatever yep. else.
1: So by the, so you've, you've seen the advert for this. Yeah. You've thought, do you know what? I've got a bit of my spare money behind me, and I haven't had the heating on this year, so I've saved a million pounds. <laughs> 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 you've got in your gas-guzzling, world-killing device. Yeah, that Micro. Yep, you've <laughs> bumbled your way over to the showroom. You're like, right, I've just, you know what, I've just seen half an hour ago, I've just, well, yes, sorry, let's be more realistic. Yesterday, I saw that advert last night for these, you know, British-grown, British-made battery cars that you're doing. Yeah. I'd love to buy... Oh, sorry, cat. sorry, they've gone bust. Is <laughs> that thing, is I, yeah. I left my house <laughs> this <laughs> yeah. morning. I saw the advert 12 hours ago. Yeah, they've gone bust. There was a billboard on the way <laughs> here. I saw the factory, I drove past it.
0: <laughs> so, this is where you'd think that someone would step in and say, we aren't going, like, we don't want to just save businesses. That's not what the government's there to do. A, a, a capitalist. No,
1: they're there to build really, really weird road blocking operations <laughs> yes, in Oxford. Exactly. Yeah.
0: But if you have, you know, a system where businesses have to make money and everything else, they can't just go and save them, and we completely accept that, and no one would expect them to. But if you're forcing those manufacturers to yeah. go down this route. And then one of the companies that supports that idea is putting some of the jobs in your country. Mm -hmm. And then the company says, we're not making enough money. We may go bust because we can't get the investors. Because that's their problem. They need more investment. Mm -hmm. So it's essentially, they're, they're making a loss. There's no other way of putting it. They're making a loss. They need investors who are willing to invest in a currently loss
1: making business yeah and turn it around
0: and yeah with the idea that you know especially if in 10 years you do have to have a battery car yeah then you want onto a winner you invest yeah, early and then, you get in don't you but clearly investors don't see you know they're hearing that story
1: and not they're not interested hopefully this company in oxford will have the same problem <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they'll build four plant pots and then they'll go bust <laughs> it'll be funny when,
0: when i'll just see in like six months on this podcast sam's gonna say I tried to buy a planter today and they're sold out throughout <laughs> Europe.
1: <laughs> also, do you want to come and see my new Rover? Because I've got a job making planters <laughs> for this company in Oxford.
0: <laughs> and then Oxford's council bust. <laughs> <laughs> but you'd think, though, that at that point, though, you know, the government would step in and say, you're doing exactly what we have told the public and everyone else that we're pushing for. Yeah. I, we understand you're not making uh, money. Why don't we do a... Well, what we do with every industry that we about ie financial industries which is to write you a loan you pay us back you know if you if they really believe in in battery for the future yeah which they don't <laughs> no but <laughs> they're saying they yes. do. <laughs> you'd think that they would say look well, g- well how much do you need okay we need 50 million okay we give you 50 million and you have to pay it back in ten years with a low interest rate keep that company going keep the jobs in Lancashire keep that factory that's now been built on that green site that's now you Know producing batteries,
1: yeah, but all of it's done now, which would also negate the need for this other company in Oxford because they you, you could drive your electric car wherever you wanted, there wouldn't be the need for the districts it, it, and the Hunger the... Games.
0: Oh, no, because I think they're still going to do it to battery cars. Because oh, you know okay. what they've got on so the now?
1: Oxford is going to end up being the Hunger Games,
0: uh, yeah, you can just see a massive yeah. exodus, can't you? Yeah, um, but <laughs>
1: <laughs> just, just a wasteland and a mini plant, and <laughs> that's it. <laughs> But all the cars are piling up in the mini pallet on one side because they can't get them to the they other side. Yeah. There's like a, it's like a,
0: there's a train. It's a conveyor on.
1: belt, you know, like if something gets stuck on a conveyor belt, it all piles up behind it on the conveyor belt. Yeah, will would yeah. just be piles of cars just falling about all over just the like shop. Just like
0: really dodgy criminals, like this <laughs> yeah.
1: are you here for a minute? I can get it over the road. Yeah. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> Come the... back at nine o'clock on Midsummer's Eve. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but no, I, and I, th- I think that's a shame. I think if if there's a company out there that is built, it's in the UK. It's producing batteries. We, Sam and I have talked a lot about hybrids, plug-in hybrids, and obviously electric vehicles. If companies are making them, which they are, and we build Nissans, Toyotas, Minis, along with several uh, Hondas, we build quite a lot of vehicles in the UK, not to mention all the other companies that aren't building passenger vehicles mm-hmm. that may have had demand for these batteries. If you've built the plant, you hired the workforce, got everything going, and you've, then the, these companies have been told you have to start doing this. There's only two things that I can imagine happening. A, uh, it's cheaper abroad by such a large margin. Yeah,
1: which I imagine it is.
0: Yeah, I think it is. But then, if you're serious, like, if, again, if you're serious about um, making sure that this is an ethical process, because I, I went on six different manufacturer websites. I'm not going to name them because it's not fair because I'm sure it would have all been the same. Yeah. Went on six different manufacturer websites to see if they would tell you where their batteries are sourced from. And they all have pretty much the same statement, which is that currently they are doing their best to improve the situation.
1: Right. Okay.
0: Which is basically saying we're not getting it from a clean source a clean like ethical clean source. Well,
1: I can. I saw a story online the other week actually okay. about batteries. I'm not going to talk about it too much. We have to be
0: careful with when <laughs> Sam's seen things online.
1: No, I did. I did a <laughs> no, little bit on, looking go into go. it, and it was actually it was reported by a politician. So we know it's definitely not true.
0: <laughs> so but, we should we, we, we try to not do politics on this i know it's but a bit political so though, though, but... It's,
1: it's weird someone asked me earlier today they asked like the structure of our podcast and like mm. what we talk about and i said, and they said what are you doing tonight and i said i don't know and they said what do you mean and i said well he'll have topics This said but it's his podcast <laughs> it's, and they it's said, a they real said,
0: partnership this they is.
1: said so what you just turn up and do?" It? they said well i said well the structure of our podcast is miles will try and tell a story i talk about news and i will tell jokes about that and then that's how can't we sort of go backwards that, and forwards. Yeah. Miles would try and tell a ten-minute story, and it would turn into an hour-long podcast. Yeah, and he would just get more and more frustrated because he can't get his point across.
0: And but I have to have you here because otherwise it'd be a fifteen-hour podcast <laughs> and me telling a ten-minute story. Yeah. At least you hurry me along sometimes.
1: <laughs> but yeah, no, it was about um, they. It was a a reporter had managed to get behind the lines, if you like, of one of these mines where they get the precious metals. Oh yeah, I think I heard about this from as well. for batteries. Yes. but not all of them, but they get some. No, of the precious it was one metal. of the sources. Yeah. And the, um, the companies that run the mines had said, look, we don't, we only use ethical work. Like it's all done by machines. There's no sort of, not only we use the word slavery, but you know where I'm coming from. Like there's yeah. no sort of hand digging. We're not giving people pickaxes and um, sending them into a pit.
0: artisan mining. I think that's yes, what it's that's called. Yes, that's the word. Yeah. yeah, I
1: did see it in the article. But then there's a video and it's literally just hundreds of people, Yeah, like,
0: describe I'd them like, hundreds. I don't
1: want to describe them like ants, but you, it'll give you yes. the image that I'm because trying what, to talk he's looking about. looking from a distance, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but so, it's, it's just people yeah. like crawling over each other, like digging by hand with like really, really like rudimentary, rudimentary yeah. tools. And it's just like, wow, if that is this actually how all this, I mean, it's green. There's no machines. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so from that side, yeah. Technically, it's a green way of doing it, but I mean, it's, it, well, there's no other words for it, it's slave labour really, isn't it? Uh, from you're just giving people like it's not they're not even using like proper pickaxes like you imagine like the seven dwarfs going to do it no. singing along and <laughs> but these th- i mean it's people they're not they're not wearing ppe i was not, gonna say that there's you can tell yeah. there's
0: been no it's not like in the uk or other countries where there'd have been a safety briefing at the start yeah
1: oh, um, yeah if there's someone in charge i'd be shocked <laughs> yeah it's yeah more... I, I, I didn't want to i just sort of wanted to touch on it because it's a very no, sensitive no. subject to talk about and like, i don't have all the facts so i don't want to present it as I think one of the but, things, but you know, obviously, you said you've seen it as well. So yeah, we, no,
0: I, and I think one of the things that came out of it was that a lot of companies, and by the way, this isn't just cars. So we're not aiming this just at cars. Oh no, it's no this anything, is just batteries. Yeah, batteries yeah. in general, uh, and it's not to make them all sort of evil because at the end of the day, you know, uh, if if the all the alternatives at the moment are petrol and diesel, which is crude oil, which is drilled out of the ground.
1: Yeah, and those workers aren't necessarily treated depending as good on as they, where yeah. they are in the
0: world, you know. And, but you know. Not all of them are given the conditions of, say, a North Sea oil worker where there's actual safety inspections done and all that sort of stuff. Or, you know, when it comes to mining, I know a lot of companies, they like to talk about Australia. Because, of course, Australia is a Western developed nation that Mm -hmm. has a very stringent setup. And I actually, um, I was looking into this a little bit more and there was a statement from an Australian, say retired. I know this from when I lived there, that young guys, they go to the mines for, say, two, three years. At the time, I can't. You know, there's always a different popular thing to. Yeah,
1: that's listen. quite a common thing, isn't it, in Australia? Like yeah. when you're young, you go work at the mines because you can earn good money, really good money, and because you because you're away from home, you're not spending it
0: exactly. So it's you know it's it's the idea of you're a young guy, so you're early twenties. Maybe you're not um, hugely educated, or you're just not that way inclined to be sitting yeah. in classrooms, and you, you're good with your hands. Mm-hmm. Then go to the mines. They don't you don't want to stay there forever because they're even with the best safety in the world at the end of the day you're you're, working in a mine yes so you
1: want to drive a Ute and you want a house yeah
0: (laughs) so you go there and you you do your two three years maybe a little bit longer but two three years should be enough to set you up well on your way to be able to buy a home um all this sort of stuff and this guy was saying you know even what they do there is still you know there's still so many forms that you're filling in yeah of course you're not going to sue people because they know even with a lot of the safety mm-hmm. gear and and everyone is trying to take care of each other that it's just not possible to have 100% perfect no, of course it's in not. this sort of thing. When you've got people who are wearing no safety
1: gear. I mean some of them wearing like sandals.
0: That was one of the things that really came out yeah. of it. You know, anyone who's ever seen well, I'm trying to actually think of anything that's labour where someone wouldn't have at least safety boots, but steel toe cap.
1: I can imagine. Can you, can you think of any trades that you come across? Oh, not trades, no, but I can imagine certain things like you, when you get. In the UK, get, I'm talking. Well, some of the maybe less scrupulous farming techniques where they'll get people that will just come in and just pick vegetables and right, pick potatoes yeah. and stuff like that. Not label. I'm not picking on farmers at all. No, 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 this is no, like no. obviously yeah, some the first one off the top of your head. Some people yeah, yeah. will use this sort of labour where they won't. People just turn up in shorts, I mean, t-shirts. Your proper you
0: know? sort of trades. Are there any? I'm, trying, I'm just so. trying to think if there's any left.
1: I mean, in my job, we have to wear steel toe cap boots, and we're not using machinery that is in any way near dangerous. When
0: I delivered groceries for yeah. Tesco, while I was at yeah, Sydney, you have to wear steel toe caps. To have steel.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's just insane, I mean, well, You might, to be fair, you might drop a baguette on your foot. That so. was
0: the whole thing. They said, well, if you drop the shopping basket on your foot, you could hurt your foot. Ooh. And I was like, I understand your point and I and I completely get but it.
1: But also if I fell out of the van I would hurt myself <laughs> as well. What you do, give me a stand a stair lift yeah. to get out of
0: the truck. It's just that thing of we've gone that far yeah. and then you spend just a few seconds looking at, you know, what what the standards are in other places. So um my point to that was that, you know, a lot of car manufacturers are having to say, Look, we we're, we're doing our best to transition, but at the moment it's not up to the standard we would like and a lot of them mention australia but i think australia produced something like i think for cobalt it's somewhere between three and five percent of world supply Mm -hmm. maybe it's a little bit more for lithium but we're we're not talking about you know all the uh, companies mentioning them are not getting the majority of the supply from them
1: have you seen that there's a someone so when i get up in the mornings now i I flick the telly on while I have breakfast, but I literally, I'll have breakfast and then go and shower and stuff for work. So I get up at 5.45 and I'll go and shower. I'll go and shower at you 6. You
0: just sent a shudder
1: down, <laughs> down our entire audience. But the TV goes off again at 6. So I've literally got it on for probably, by the time I sit down, 10 minutes. Yeah. So I catch the very end of the overnight BBC what, news. So you, you're not even getting the early morning no. news. <laughs> so I get the end of like a segment, which is always a weird segment. It's not like your in depth news that you'd get on breakfast TV if you like it's sort of the overnight end of the overnight thing, okay yeah, so I usually catch the last three or four minutes, and the other day they were talking about how some scientists had probed an asteroid or something they'd done some research on an asteroid and the and the bloke was sitting there going, well it's, it's it's groundbreaking for us as humanity because we've found stuff on these asteroids or the moon or or wherever it was that they'd oh, been, I think I've heard. and we can use these materials to to make our you know our cleaner Yep. Batteries and stuff. Like this. I'm like, what's we're we gonna go mining in space now? <laughs> genuinely, genuinely I've heard this and I've heard this is not like I can't remember if it's an asteroid or the moon. I really No, I'm pretty sure that... it's asteroid. I'm pretty yeah. sure
0: it's it's like
1: I want to see Could say... you imagine just digging up the moon? <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, we're doing another moon mission. Oh that's cool. Oh yeah, good, yeah. there's none left. <laughs> you 11, 50 guys going up with a pickaxe. <laughs> the world's tallest escalator. Yeah. Which I uh, uh, I really I don't think it is the moon. I'm I'm almost <laughs> sure it's asteroids. If they start, if anyone starts landing on the moon trying to get stuff up, bear in mind, yeah. the moon controls... The tides. <laughs> yes. Which control our weather patterns. Which control pretty much well, life. <laughs> yeah, life as we know it. Yeah. So anyone who's got any ideas to go digging up there... Yeah, go don't. away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, no, I've heard a similar thing. I'm pretty sure it's... There's like... It's just funny, isn't it? Because I know I know it's not going to be 10 guys on a ship with a pickaxe no, being sent in the direction of the meteor. Turning up in a pair of
1: DeWalt boots.
0: <laughs> and they're like, right guys, it's going to be a bit faster than you've done before, because the meteor's going 1,000 miles an hour. So. Also, if
1: you turn up late for this mission, you've missed the uh, slingshot that the asteroid's having <laughs> round up, so it's now by Pluto. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the other thing, I, and I, I'm sure there's a lot of intelligent talk around this, but... When you hear it on a base level... Yeah, but you can have intelligent talk
1: based on a load of tripe.
0: <laughs> yeah, you can. Because part of their idea is, and I just love this, I just thought, oh, you can just see this really going down well. What you've got to do is, you've got to fire a missile at this meteor.
1: Right, right. And then you collect sort of... The with, debris that comes it, off it.
0: In sort of a net.
1: Oh, good. Do you know what it's like when you what? get an apprentice on site and you ask them to catch the sparks from the grinder or collect an air sample by running around with a bag? Oh, do you know what? The people that listen to us who are in the, <laughs> the trades really know which one of us does it for a day <laughs> Yep, done that, done
0: that. But, but it is exactly that. Or they've sort of said, well, we get hit by one every now and again. And he's like, yeah, but that's a catastrophe. When we're going to get hit by a meteor? We don't go, oh, good. <laughs> no,
1: you can, do you know what? You can just see it, can't you? In a year or so's time scientists have come through with a groundbreaking idea. We're going to get a, an asteroid the size of the one that killed the dinosaurs yes. and we're going to deliberately crash it into the Yeah, so and we can build some batteries. On
0: its way down, you've got some guys following firing tracer missiles at it. And some so other guys on missing? it with pickaxes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and an apprentice flying behind it with a bag. <laughs> <laughs> got to get the bits. Oh no, we've wiped out humanity.
0: Oops. <laughs> it's a bit too big. Yeah, like Humans too. Talking about this, the yeah. year is 20... Oh, sorry. God, those original humans were really <laughs> <Yeah>. stupid. <laughs> you hear this one? The
1: guy trying to
0: pick a meteor. <laughs> but you know, we've right.
1: got all the materials we need now because that, that meteor did crash into the Earth. Unfortunately, yeah. it wiped out all of them.
0: <laughs> but this is the thing, when you hear this sort of conversation, and I don't want to go too far off into the wild... Oh, I think, I think we're gone now. <laughs> but when, they, when you hear this, you're like, if there was like a meteor headed towards a major city, People. Yeah. People The idea would be, how do we not get it to do that? Yeah, like
1: Armageddon. Yes, it's <laughs> exactly.
0: Like, like, okay, you'd think of different weaponry or, you know, whatever you Or you send
1: use. Bruce Willis up on a spaceship and <laughs> <laughs> sort it out <laughs> it plug a grenade on the side <laughs> of it.
0: But it's that thing of, you know, well, there will be an answer to it so that it doesn't destroy, you know, a city. But what the theory behind sort of letting it get here is, well, if it crashes into the ground, for a start, Yippee. Because it's hit your country, which <laughs> yeah. means you've got a lot. You're of... rich. <laughs> it's, it's like, you know how they have oil wealth around the world, and it's, it's so random, you know, it depends what part you are, and obviously Saudi Arabia and um, the UAE, they got off really well with Venezuela. You know, these com- companies, uh, countries, have lo- and the USA, loads of oil, just by chance, yeah. that that's in their, their national border. And then you've got countries that are going to be like, oh, who's getting hit by the <laughs> media? It's like free money is you know being what?
1: fired at you. <laughs> I really probably shouldn't tell this joke on the podcast. You might want to go. Oh, brilliant.
0: Out. Right, hang on. What minute and <laughs> I We're talking on?
1: about the oil thing. I saw a really funny thing on Instagram the other day. where It was some oil flowing. Like, it, it, I guess, it's not obviously not springing an oil leak, but yeah. there was some oil flowing, like, in the desert. Okay. And it was just a bit vid- like a home video of this bloke. And look, we found oil in the desert. And then it flipped around to this American bloke going, you mean we found <laughs> oil in the <laughs> desert? <laughs> <laughs> and then Sweet Home Alabama started playing in the background. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. It just reminded me of it. I thought it was quite funny. I think some, some people that are listening might have seen it because it's one of those Instagram reel things.
0: <laughs> I mean, he might as well have... Obviously, it's a joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it may as well just be Aramco. Yeah. The company. You, know? <laughs> yeah.
1: you mean who, Doyle? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, oh, we did, didn't we?
0: <laughs> the funniest uh, story, just a, very, a side piece of things like Aramco and stuff like that. Do you know that originally... And I I don't know, I can't remember all the details, but it was originally like a British guy that was working with some government somewhere and found this huge oil reserve. But rather than going back to his own home nation and trying to sort a deal out so that they would, the UK would benefit from Mm -hmm. this, somewhere, somehow, he got the Americans involved who immediately, like he basically completely sold out. He was like... Uh, the UK government will tell me jolly good job, shake my hand, give me five pounds, and tell me to run along. Yeah, go to the Americans; they'll give me pretty much anything. <laughs> so I went straight to them and a ram code. <laughs> <laughs> and you have America with this sort of huge, huge uh, control of oil. Yeah. Since the, but those little things you hear about that, and it makes a lot of sense because when you hear about the start of places like the UAE, you're like, oh, it's like a fishing port. Oh yeah, and they had like there was a lot of um. You know Brits that would be there, and there was there was sort of it was never a, a colony, if you like, but there yeah. was you know there was a good relationship going on. You thinking, well, how did they not get? How how have <laughs> they only got the North Sea? <laughs> how is there not like a good partnership going on? Yeah. I'm not I'm not saying it should be out. I'm not saying anything like that.
1: Miles either. is bringing back the empire <laughs> step by <laughs> step. You just would think if history plays out in some ways, yeah,
0: that it would play out that there would be some sort of deal, if if only for the fact that. The nations where a lot of these, uh, a lot of the oil reserves were found, didn't have a lot of resources and tooling. Yeah, but they may have been friendly with or attached to in some way. Yeah, then some Humvees turned up. Yeah, (laughs) and said, "Well, we hear there's some freedom going around. (laughs) We think you need liberating." But anyway, so yeah, but that's further proof. Look, none of it's perfect. None of the supplies of of energy anywhere is is really perfect. Even um, I remember a German guy when I was at university, he, was tr- he did a study in solar panels. Right. And he was sort of like, look, they're very good. You know, if you solely look at them when they're on your roof, so you look at the start of the life as they get fitted on your roof,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you look at the end of the life as when they get taken off your roof. He said, fantastic. Yeah, He said, you've you got, got to like... make them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, But he said, the thing is, is that for a start, I think they're like 25 to 40% efficient. Yeah it's very difficult to get them to be really efficient mm-hmm. even in there's parts of the globe that are really sunny and they actually have to turn them away from the sun at certain points because you can you know max them yeah. or whatever else but he did um he was doing basically a, a research project into the very beginning of what becomes a solar panel right all of the processing the energy that goes into it then the fitment then the disposal and he was like I mean it's it's positive but the numbers were not good. We're like <laughs> he was working in decimal points. Right. <laughs> okay. You know, it wasn't that thing of he's like well it's still 50% better than oil. And uh, you know, we're not on this podcast sort of pro it's not like, it's
1: not like Shell or are <laughs> sponsoring yeah. like that like although if they want to be. Yeah, <laughs> if they want to be then, you know. We will sell out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it's just one of those points of you you hear something like that and you're like okay. So well, there's got to be other, you know, answers around it, and obviously then you go off into the never never of nuclear and all that sort of well,
1: stuff. Well, I've always wondered. I mean, it's obviously not l- like feasible because otherwise, it, i always wondered why houses don't have a little, like windmill on top of them. Only a little one. I'm talking sort yeah. of like the size, uh, double the size of a home fan. There's but, a, that when the wind blows, it just creates some electricity, do you know, or what, some Sam, energy.
0: But for once, and this isn't planned. You've asked a question. And I actually have the exact answer. Oh, there you go. <laughs> and it was um, when I was working. You in, are welcome. <laughs> when I worked in energy contracts, I was told this story, and it was this guy who said uh, they their boss, their sort of main boss, and he worked. He was like the top boss of the companies that install the windmills. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? and he was pushing for for profit reasons, but yeah. actually, you know, they did have another point. He said, if we can sell one windmill per house. Yeah. It's a lot better than selling one big windmill for an estate. Mm-hmm. Plus, you've got the maintenance for each house and everything else. So, he was doing it from a business point yeah, of view. Yeah. But also, it, people generally prefer to have their own. You know, if you yeah. say, Sam, you get to share your solar panels with your entire street, then it's a bit like, okay, so who's going to clean them or keep them up or make sure that they <laughs> work? You. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of like if they're yours, you'll make sure yours work. Yeah, if they're communal, people's you, depending going. on yeah. how they are with their neighbors, and everything else. So he said it'd be much better to do this. This guy who was telling the, the, the story was explaining that they'd done the research, and the problem is when you attach it onto the side of a house, like you bolt it into the brick. Yeah, yeah, you know, and then the wind will flow, and sometimes it won't. A, it doesn't have the ability to turn.
1: Yeah, but surely you could make that. You just have a little head that is flexible and that can turn.
0: But... Yeah. So you're adding a little bit more weight to it. Yeah. But yeah.
1: Okay. the biggest problem
0: was the vibration through the brick meant oh, that the okay. service life before the brick failed Yeah. and I mean failed three years. Oh, okay. Well there you go then, that's the answer. So that was it.
1: So that's... I would rather my ha- I'd rather pay for energy and my house didn't fall apart. <laughs> yeah.
0: So they took this guy to it was a new estate and he had insisted that every house be built in this way, because it was a newer state. Turn weather,
1: every lamppost into one.
0: Yeah, just the top of a lamppost. Yeah, if you add it the on other, the
1: top of the lamppost.
0: The other thing is, you're working with... You know, This is actually really interesting for me and Sam, and I'm really sorry if it's not interesting for you, but I'm going to tell it anyway. <laughs> but well, anyways, I'm not sure so, if it's interesting to me. No, yet. no, you <laughs> will. You, um, but anyway, yes, That's the, the the point is, if it's on its own plinth, its own yeah. stand, uh, it puts the vibrations to the ground, doesn't damage property if everyone has their own one well that's fair. it was causing property damage along this street that they built it on and that was one of the, the clear mm-hmm. um, downsides the other downside is in aircraft engines see so, I've got Sam nodded now <laughs> <laughs> what we've noticed uh, increasingly the sort of as newer engines come in that they're trying to make the fan on the front the turbofan engine mm-hmm. whatever fan it uh, it is larger right because the more rotation you can get out of the length of the fan Mm -hmm. the more energy you can get from less yeah sort of input and so the whole thing with windmills is the bigger the windmill is right one's
1: not as effective
0: it's yeah and so it's that thing of you're creating 50 smaller ones they can't create as much energy
1: as one big one so you just build everybody just get rid of everyone's garden (laughs) Just have a actual, but then you can't have them next to each other because the blades hit each other.
0: Yes, (laughs) and the other thing is they don't um, even when the wind's blowing. They don't create as much energy as a lot of people think. Yeah, that's like so farms. You sometimes see them on farms, Mm -hmm. but they're generally pretty heavy duty. I mean, they're not the sort of stuff you see along motorways. But no, no. um, If you notice, very few farms have just a little twizzly thing. Mm -hmm. It's generally quite big, and that's because you know you need it. Yeah. And they'll, they'll generally now, I think they get subsidies for this, they'll they'll do both, they'll do solar and wind, but they're still not able to get completely off the grid, so.
1: Okay, fair enough.
0: So yeah, so we've done a whole podcast there, Sam, pretty much on... Green energy. That'll get the punters in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you got any cars to talk about that we can end the podcast with
1: and go on to our... No, but I've got a plane to talk about in the next podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I just need to finish writing up my notes.
0: Uh, if you listen to the podcast, then... And, and you, you like cars. yeah, and you like cars, then... You <laughs> See can you in a couple of weeks. <laughs> head over to YouTube. I recently was in Sweden and drove the Suzuki Jimny, the new one. Mm-hmm. Or, well, the current one, which if you're in Australia, you can buy as the regular version. If you're in Europe, you can only now buy it as the commercial version, which has sort of like a big dog garden van in the back of it. But you know what? I still actually think they're a great idea, because if you... Don't need all four seats. Don't give too
1: much of the video away, No,
0: no. (laughs) I don't test the commercial version. Oh, okay. But the one thing I was thinking of is there's a lot of couples now who are, say, you know, 25 and onwards, Mm -hmm. who have a dog but don't yet have children. Maybe they have two dogs. This, for me, that little Suzuki Jimny, if you have to buy a new one so you can only buy a commercial, it's like the perfect vehicle. It's got two seats. And then a big area at the back where you can put your dogs. Yeah. And so for, say, a three-year ownership plan where you're thinking, you know, let's say you're 25, um, you've got a partner, you're not planning to get, you know, have children in the next few years, so you don't need the other two seats. Your options are to buy something like a, a Nissan 370Z sports car <laughs> used, yeah, or I am trying. I was trying to think of a good two-seat new one, but I- I pretty much they're all gone. i would- GR86, but you can't buy one, and they're not two <laughs> seats. But you could, and you could put the dogs in the back, but they wouldn't be very happy. Yeah. Suzuki Jimny, two seats, space in the back for the dogs. And if your mate wants a lift, you can tell him no. Very true. That's a win. And then um, Dodge
1: Ram. The coming Slightly out. bigger.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that will might not be out when you listen to this podcast, but it's coming out very, very soon.
1: I'll tell you what, we can end on a quiz question. Now, oh. sp- now you spoke about pets. Go on, we can end on a non-motoring quiz question. Brilliant. Out of the 28 million households in the UK, yeah, yeah. how many do you think have a pet? So, any pet. So, yeah, any pet an at ant, all. An ant, a dog, <laughs> a horse, a pet lion, so or a, a fish stick on... insect. Yeah. So, If you classify your household as owning a pet, to the nearest million, out of 28 million households, how many have a pet? We'll give everyone a minute to have a little think.
0: Does And this includes like people who've got a couple of fish?
1: Yeah. Anything that classes as a pet. Does a horse count as a pet? Uh Possibly. If, I, don't know, I haven't got too much details I was on a quiz show. No, I just thought no, it was no. interesting because uh, you mentioned I'm, buying, pets. I'm just buying time for yeah. people that are listening. I'm yeah. Well, I you've if People if you have been given between 0 and 28 to choose from. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they've chosen by now. Well,
0: I think it's going to be more than half, so I'm going to go something like 18 million.
1: Okay. Everybody else?
0: Yeah, have a thing. Shout think,
1: your uh, answers out. Or
0: scribble it down. But make sure. Answer we, coming yeah. in
1: three, two, one, 16 million.
0: Oh, I wasn't too
1: far you off. You weren't too far off.
0: That's above half. You said 28, so 14 would have been half. Yeah. It was above half of all UK households have a pet.
1: Less than I thought, though. Because when it I was less of the question, a... I went for like 20, 21. Because I thought most people have a pet of some sort.
0: Yeah, I'm wondering, that's probably going to be. One of those surveys where they asked a hundred thousand people.
1: Yeah, and then just times it up. Uh, well, they didn't go and ask every household no, in the country. So. There,
0: there, there is a way you do I actually um I studied this years ago and it's, it's I'm
1: sorry, we were ending, but we're not yeah. anymore.
0: <laughs> it's quite laborious and it's quite dull. And I'm not gonna go into the into the maths <laughs> of it all. But um it is actually quite interesting what they do when they take these very large scale surveys to get yeah. a country number. When yeah. like you say, Sam, when it's dove, just saying ninety eight percent of women. Yeah. It's a bit like mm, I can see in your small print it says 360 <laughs> women were answered. <laughs> yeah. I'm not and sure. 358
1: of them said this because <laughs> yeah. yeah. we paid them. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a great
0: representation <laughs> of the sort of 40 million women in the UK, for example, or whatever the number is. So anyway, thanks, listeners, everyone. Uh, I know it's not been too car-focused. I'll try and make sure that next week it does have <laughs> some more car focus. There was a couple of things that I wanted to bring up in this one, but we just don't have time. So um, I hope you've enjoyed it. And we'll catch you in the next one.
1: See you later.